Welcome into our In the Money podcast for Saturday, October 31st. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Not a lot to choose from this weekend as all the uh, big stakes races are coming next weekend for Breeders' Cup here at Keeneland. But we're going to take a look at Lake Pick 4 at Churchill, which has uh, some nice-sized fields and uh, should be nicer weather than we had midweek, so I think they'll stay intact. And some it looks like a challenging Pick 4 sequence, so we'll take a shot at this. And we'll start in the seventh race, Jim. It's an allowance-optional claimer for three-year-olds and up, going a mile and three-eighths on the turf. Hopefully by Saturday they're going to keep it on the turf. I'm going to guess that they will. Uh, how did you see the seventh? Uh, I saw the seventh as uh, going through Chad Brown. Uh, I think value engineering here coming off those two races at Saratoga. Uh, well, I liked his eyes in the huddle. From uh, that really he's got a little effort. bit got of that Stevie Johnson deal, only, you know. Uh, he, out. It just doesn't and, phase him. Uh, but it's paired up buyers. Uh, he he figures was of excited. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I wish you know, we win. had a drop ball for uh, the kid. The reads, a couple reads that we were just talking about. He could have made two reads a little bit different, but he made two reads that were really good. So for his first go at it, I was really excited for him. Coming off a... Uh, a good effort at Kingland, lost by four and a half, um, you know, at a mile and a half race. It cuts back a little bit in distance here. And uh, Currently, I really like that Anthony Davis, I think. Too far behind. I'm trying to my game after uh, him. Um, out. He's now, a he great defender. He has he's a, a great horse. I mean, he can go one through five, and that's so, something that I try to incorporate uh, I, I in my game. But he's also a stretch five, one of the best centers in the league, and NBA champion. Golden Dragon. I also watch a lot of tape of... I mean, all these guys, Tim Duncan, uh, all these big guys, even the Marcus Aldridge, I think, is an underrated big in the right now. Here on, on Thursday morning, so I think that there is a chance there'll be a little bit of give in the ground. So he ran well at Churchill on a good uh, course, two back, and, and won a $62,000 optional claimer, same same level, just it was two other, other than. So I think uh, uh, Golden Dragon has a shot as well with two wins at Churchill, so that's a big factor. I'm going to stick with those three here. I can make a case for Kininos for Brad Cox, the uh, two-horse, and probably the um, uh, counter-offer uh, comes in off a, a couple of bad efforts, but back three, three or four back beat this horse uh, uh, value engineering at Saratoga, so if that if he runs back to that, he could be right there as well, 10-1 to 1 for Le Peru. But uh, three three deep in the pick four, value engineering is my pick. I took Bourbon and May on top, just trying to maybe get a little bit better price. Uh, plus, this horse has, has six wins, which I, I like that angle. Had one three in a row before the third last time at Keeneland. Uh, but um, I'm with you that value engineering is definitely the one to beat. Uh, beyond that, there's uh, a little bit of a price horse that uh, I'd I can't really talk myself into taking on the win end, but you might uh, consider for uh, multi or uh, for vertical wagers within the race, and that's Celerity, the three. A uh, horse that's won six times. The race two back with the 85 buyer at Kentucky Downs was a real nice effort. Came back and ran okay the next time, too. So it looks like it, that's a horse that's just in lifetime best form. So off that angle, uh, might throw that one in as well. And if you want to get really ambitious, you can include it on a pick four ticket. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go too deep in here. The eighth race is for maiden two-year-old fillies, and you can look at the double pays on the seven to get a little bit of an insight into how the betting's going on this one when you play your pick four. Six furlong race, and I took Milana for Brad Cox on top. The stud fee for this one's uh, sire was 5000 and the horse brought 160000 at a two-year-old sale 
earlier this year. So must have looked awfully good. Um, so I'm going to take that one. But uh, Amusing Antics had a, a nice run first time out for Mott. Uh, Happy Success is a first timer for Asmussen. So just on that angle, I'm going to include that one. Not real high on the seven moving turf to dirt for Chad Brown, but it is Chad Brown. And I'd hate to have him knock me out of the pick four. So I'm going to include that horse. And then there's a Brendan Walsh first-timer, and he can win with a first-timer, and this one's for Godolphin. It's a noosh, the three. Big price, 15 to 1 in the morning line, but I'm going to throw that one in well as well and go five deep in this eighth race. How about you? Well, this one's going to be easy because exactly the same five horses that you liked plus one more. So I'm going to go six deep in here. I'm going to throw in uh, easy to bless for Mike Maker. Uh, the race was not that tough at Keeneland, apparently, because the number came back really really low, 50 for a maiden special weight at 6.5 furlongs. Cuts back in distance a little bit. Gaffleon uh, takes another uh, takes another horse in here, rides for Chad Brown, but uh, picks up B.J. Hernandez. And uh, Maker, uh, you know, second, second off of maiden, maiden uh, first start, second, second maiden start is 18%. So easy to bless. With that good effort under her belt and so many other first-time starters in here, I think that gives her a little bit of an edge. So I'm going to use those five that you had, plus easy to bless, the four. I probably would go with uh, Milana or Amusing Antics on the winning and Amusing Antics with that 62 buyer first time out. Probably going to be a strong favorite in here. Ninth race is a high-level allowance optional claimer. Three-year-olds and up going a mile and a 16th. You've got some horses dropping out of the grade two Fayette. Um, you've got horses in here that um, could certainly hold their own in, in grade three company, I, I think. So a nice group. How did you see the ninth? Yeah, when we picked out the race that you were going to do for your video pick of the week, this was the best race in the country. Uh, there was a stakes race at Belmont, but this was a much better race. So I like fact-finding in here for Gaffleon and and, um, and McGahee and I think the, that last time out, the last couple of times when they've taken this horse to the lead at Delaware, it just blew him away. Uh, Carol Sedano, the best rider up there, uh, was was a rider those days. He was the favorite both times. But um, Gaffleon takes the mount, um, moving up in, in class here, but the horse uh, has won at Churchill before, won at Keeneland last year in exactly this level, the optional $150,000 claimer. At seven furlongs, they moved him up to the Clark grade one, and he was completely lost against Tom Zeta and Owendale and all those. But he's recovered from that, and the last two buyers are 93 and 102. He does look like the controlling speed in here. He's drawn very well in the two-hole to get the lead. So there's a lot of things I really like about the two-horse in here. Uh, Also going to use Captivating Moon, the eight. I picked uh, him in the Fayette, and he he just kind of spun his wheels. Mr. Freeze uh, won that. and a couple other horses that come out of that race are going to be in Breeders' Cup races. Title ready, I think, is going to be in a Breeders' Cup race. So uh, the Fayette may turn out to be a key race, and uh, this horse didn't run that badly. And, and the opening verse at Churchill, uh, one that was taken off the turf, he ran very well, got beat by Crafty Daddy by head. So I'm going to use Captivating Moon. going to use Endorse, the nine for Belmont, just off back class. And Bourbon Calling for Ian Wilkes ran behind Mr. Money last time out. Only got big length and a quarter of the ACAC, and uh, this third start off a layoff may move up here. So I'm going to go four deep in here, but the uh, top pick is uh, fact-finding. If he can get the lead, I think they can take him a long ways. I ended up taking a shot with Crafty Daddy. I um, like that race two back. The horse had been a turf horse, and um, McPeak put him on the dirt, ran uh, great, 
97 buyer on September 3rd at Churchill. And then they put him in the Fayette off that and went back and watched the race and looked like he was just a, a little overeager. I thought he'd be a little closer to the lead, and he wasn't. And then uh, he seemed to get a little overeager. Brian Hernandez had to move uh, up, up with the leaders going into the far turn, and then he kind of flattened out from there. So I can see why they take blinkers off, maybe trying to get him to relax just a little bit more for Brian. Cutting back from a mile and an eighth to a mile and a sixteenth, I think, is good. And I think off that last race, and this horse looks a little lighter than some of the others, that I think you're going to get a nice price on this one. So I'm going to take Crafty Daddy, but I like Captivating Moon and Endorsed as well. And I uh, didn't use Fact Finding in my Pick 4 ticket, but uh, that would be the, the next one I would use. Uh, I was just thinking maybe that last race was moved up of the slop, and I don't think we'll still have slop on on Saturday. But um, you know, if, if it runs back, this horse runs back to that 102, then uh, I don't know that they're gonna gonna beat him. But Crafty Daddy for me, tenth race, 50k maiden claimer, Phillies and mares three and up, mile and a sixteenth on the turf. Didn't really have a strong opinion. I took the seven Twitter pated dropping out of straight maiden company. Uh, better with age at the ten. Uh, Teller to sing for Neil Howard the three. And then I threw in the four, a kitten for Katie, only because it's it's Mike Maker and the Ramseys and, you know, first-time starter and maybe none of these others or anything special, and um, she could jump up and win. Uh, Maker does okay at the uh, debuting maiden claiming types. So I'm going to use those four, but I took Twitter-pated on top. How about you? Yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of faith in this one, I, and I didn't have enough money to go deep. Uh, when you take a maiden claimer like this, you can go a lot of different ways. I chose to just take two in here. Uh, the 10 horse, better with age, is my pick. I don't like an 11 time maiden, but dropping from maiden special to, to maiden 50 off that uh, decent effort at Keeneland, not, you know, didn't, uh, didn't, didn't get close, but uh, the numbers match up with anything else in here, and, and you get Giroux. And then um, Kanalaway, the two horse for Bernie Flint. And the, my theory on this one is. The horses run okay in maiden special weight. Uh, they move her down to 50,000. I think they're trying to win with her. I don't know if they're trying to give her away, but um, she, she fits well in buyers, and she has a chance to move up only race, having raced three times. Having said that, I can make a case for a kitten for Katie because I like first-time starters in, maidens, in maiden claimers. Um, but if they don't think that much of her to put her in maiden special weight, there's a lot of question marks there too. I'm just going to stick with a 210. If you can go back and, and redo my ticket or, or, my, or Tom's ticket and single earlier, I wouldn't mind going deep here. But uh, can't afford it, so I'm just going to stick with those two. So give me your pick four ticket. Pick four ticket in the seventh race, going three deep with a 158 Bourbon and May, Golden Dragon, and my top pick is Value Engineering. And then going six deep in the Maiden Special Weight with three, four, six, seven, eight, ten. Ninth race, my top pick is Fact Finding the Two, but also using the eight, nine, and ten. Uh, Captivating Moon endorsed in Bourbon Calling, and finishing it up with a 210 in the last Canalo Way and Better with Age. So 158 with 346, 7810, with 28910, with 210 for 72 bucks. I went uh, just a tick or two lighter. I took the 18 on the first leg, 367810 in the second, 389 in the third, and then 34710 in the fourth. If. Uh, you want to add fact-finding in that fourth race, you can uh, do that and bump up the ticket a little bit. But the ticket, as I have it, goes for 60 bucks, And hopefully, 
through Jim or myself or some combination thereof, you can build up your bankroll for next week's Breeders' Cup races. And um, we will be back with the In the Money podcast next week to take a look at uh, the Breeders' Cup races. It's going to be a fun, fun weekend at Keeneland. Best of luck this weekend, again, on building that bankroll. And we'll see you next week on the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.